Hey, thanks for tuning in to part three of this three-part episode of Talking Mindset with Murph with special guest Marcus Carey. And funny thing about this third part is we had actually intended to wrap up the podcast and actually thought we did, but but we just kept talking and, and Eddie kept recording. And then we went back and felt like there were some interesting insights that, that were shared that maybe some of you might find helpful. So let's just jump right back into it. You know, feeling safer and this building a feeling of security in DMAC. You talk about like when you're, when you feel secure, you can do all these other things. But, you know, Marcus, one thing I wanted to hit on is you have made a career out of getting uncomfortable, right? From, from going to the military, from going to the NSA, from, you know, going into Rapid Seven, running that team, to jumping out, getting wildly uncomfortable, being a founder. Entrepreneurs, are, you know, that's one of the gutsiest, grittiest thing that you can do, whether you're the one stepping out in NIM or you're part of that small group that jumped out together. Um, and, 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 and then you, you put yourself out there on social media. You know, I don't know about you, but I got anytime I just posted something on LinkedIn for like first time in six months and I must have reread it 19 times before I hit send. And it was literally to say, Congratulations to Tampa Bay Lightning, right? I mean, it was not rocket science. It was not deep. We did not need a shovel, um, as DMAC would say. It was, we were not getting deep. So, how do you manage your own kind of personal throughout your career, pushing yourself, writing books? You, you putting yourself out there, you write and illustrate a book, right? You're, you're a, a force on social media. Um, and, and that's across all kinds of topics. You're a force in the industry. You're always pushing yourself first to code something, build something. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I admire that. I I, uh, I think there's a lot to be learned there. You know, how do you how do you think about that? Is that an evolution? If I'm listening to this podcast and I'm new in my career or very experienced in my career, there are a few people that have leapt and jumped off a cliff like you have in different points in your life. I'd, I'd love to kind of. I don't know any any as I ramble any anything pop in your head is something that a feeling you feel or something you center back on every time I don't know DMAC join in you're smarter than I am but you know what I'm getting at it's just it's, you have a, a great great career well I, I mean personally what what I feel is uh I mean you know you know my story I came from a super poor background and uh I don't feel like I have anything to lose uh and that's what gives me the the confidence to do to take, to do stuff that a lot of people wouldn't do. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, what, what's, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, so I think that it's that. And, um, and part of my, I mean, I mean, to be honest, it's, it's part of my faith. I think that everything's going to be okay. As long as you work hard and yep. you just put in the work, you're going to get good results. And sometimes that result might not be you know, building a billion dollar company or whatever, right? Sometimes that not that might not be the result, but even if you learn through the process, that's great. You know, if I can actually help other people, and that's what that's what what's awesome about building a, a company is that like how many lives have you got to touch right now, uh, Murph? And how yeah, many people yeah. have you you helped build up? You've given opportunities to so many people. And so that's what I think if you just keep on moving in the right direction and like you're going to help other people. Um, and that's what I, everything that I do is like is, is built with the intent to help somebody else, 
Why do you write a book? I write a book because I, I want to help people out. Why did I build a cybersecurity company? Because I want to help people get more secure. I mean, like everything, the why always comes back to helping everybody out. I think yep. people, that makes it easy. That makes it easy. So you know that you're doing something and that is going to be a benefit to somebody. Why do you do a kid's book? Because I, I want to have their, I wanted to have people to be able to have a conversation about coding with, with their kids. I wanted to have, I wanted people to have a conversation with their kids about uh, staying secure online. So the the why is always to be a blessing. You know what I'm saying? My personal, my, yep. my little personal mantra. Yep. And, and so in all the stuff I see you doing, Murph, uh, you do a lot of stuff behind the scenes and you're not as you, you I told you, you need to shout out what you're doing, more. Uh, yeah. but you do so much stuff, stuff behind the scene. But the reason why you're successful is you have that same thing where you want to help people out. DMAC, he's awesome because he's trying to help people mindset and he's helping people out. So I think that if you have that servant mentality where you just, I'm just here to help, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. that's what, that's what, it, but if you if you get out of line with that, some people are successful. Uh, don't be not 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 having having other people first. Uh, but I think that uh, one of the mantras going through the TechStar program, which I went through from from an entrepreneur perspective, is their motto was "Give first, give first," and and that's what you that's that's why if you have that mindset. And what's cool about doing that though. The more you do research uh, on mindset, DMAC, you you become a, a better mindset person. Uh, uh, Murph, the more you mentor these young companies and talk about, I'm pretty sure that you talk to these young companies and they may give you an idea to use a rely request. Or yeah. you might, you, you know, say like, oh, snap, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, every so time. It's, it's funny how helping other people always makes you better. And so I tell I tell people the blessing is being a blessing because <laughs> mm. and, and DMAC kind of said it like whatever you do, it comes back around. And so the reason why I'm successful, quote unquote, is that is because I'm help, I'm trying to help people out. And you know what? When you help people out, other people come to help you out. And so that's 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 why I've been successful. So anybody that wants to be successful, find somebody to help. Yeah. Find somebody to help out, <laughs> and then 100%. like, and it's it's a snowball effect, and that's what I think about that. I'm, I'm like Forrest Gump. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a couple of things I want to point out. One, it's like Murphy mentioned. You know, uh, security and comfort, right? I think those are two different things. Oh, I'm Secu- right. Security and comfort. I think. Um, people get in trouble when they don't realize those are two different things, right? They think like, Oh, I'm uncomfortable. So I'm not safe. Oh no. Right. That's not even close. Right. And so uh, that's one thing I think it's really important to differentiate between the two. Uh, And another thing is, is about the perspective of, of that idea or the perspective of just what it means to be secure. Right. So really uh, I know Eddie's recording this on the back end, but I'm, I'm, I don't know if he knows his baseball research or not. But in every case where brothers have played in the major leagues in baseball, in every case, the younger brother has attempted more stolen bases than the older brother. Reason being, they say um, stealing a base is considered a risky decision, right? Because you're putting yourself out there to steal, go from first to second, risk making it out when you only have 27 to make. So it's a considered a risky decision, a risky behavior 
in baseball. And what they found is that younger siblings, and this is true in research as well, younger siblings make more risky decisions, right? They, they perform more risky behaviors. Why? Because their perspective is that it's not risky, right? Their whole life is lived like trying to keep up with older siblings. And so they're, they're doing things outside of their comfort zone their whole life. And so it's just like, Hey, it's just a normal, another, Oh, steal a base, do that. Start a company, do that. No big deal. Right. Oh, go invest here, do that. Right. Um, and so anyway, it's just really fascinating. The fact that it's about the perspective of what it means to be secure versus what it means to be comfortable, right? That perspective is going to impact your decisions. And then the importance of, you know, Marcus having a mantra, that's others focus, be a blessing, right? Because then at the end of the day, your purpose becomes greater than your quote unquote security, right? When your purpose is greater than your sense of security, that's when you can get in this place of how you can be generous, helping others, um, you know, li living with this servant heart, this servant mindset. And so, but if you've never taken the time to get over yourself or to establish some sort of mantra, life motto, that where you can be others focused, if you never get to that place, then naturally our default is selfish, self-centered. I'm going to be safe. Uh, that seems too hard. I'm not going to do that. And, and, but I also believe that's why, since that's the default, that's why there's only a, a few amount of people that really transcend to do really, really, really cool and amazing things and live this uh, life. That's not only successful, but fulfilling as well. Man, that's good stuff, bro. <laughs> Sorry, that was deep, but uh, <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. You that's know, awesome. D-Maco, it's funny listening to that and, you know, reflecting Marcus on, you know, and you, you have, you've, you've always told me like, we got to, I got to get louder, right? And I got to get out there and, and, and be more public. And I always like to do things behind the closed door and help people out quietly and not talk about, it. I think I, I fear a little bit DMAC and this is, this is just my own hang up. What I got to work on on myself is I never want to come off as like somebody hanging myself out there as a quote unquote expert and something like I want to put myself out there and, you know, act like I'm, you know, preaching to somebody or helping somebody publicly and it be looked at differently. Now I know it won't be because that's not how I intend it, but I love your approach, Marcus, and how everything comes back to, you know, be a blessing, like is be helpful. Like, and I, I like to say that to people, Hey, how can I help? Like, what do you need? How can I help? What do you need? What do you need? I'm always, you know, that's always my, I don't know how to do that out. I, I do, but I, I am not willing to get uncomfortable at this point in my life to do that publicly. Does that make sense? Um, and so it's, it's, it's weird. Um, I don't know if it's, uh, what do you call no, it? Imposter I, I, syndrome I or it. whatever it is, but. No, I get it. Uh, I think that, but I think that by, by you doing, by you being, because like definitely in the Tampa community, I think people really know you, but I think that, that uh, I, I'm telling you that when people see, it's a chain reaction. When people see you being a blessing to other people, they want to mirror the same behavior. Yeah. And so uh, I think that if anything, I think it would make people, uh, you know, that have been as successful as you, some other people that have been starting companies and, and, and really successful in life as you are, they'll be more public. And then it's, it's a chain reaction. So there's going to be, no matter what you do, there's going to be people hate on you. Right. So yeah. you, all the, you got all those haters anyway. They go keep on hating on you. Murph. So like, you know it's OK. On, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about the haters. Just there are so many people 
that you've already touched their lives. And there's so many, you have an opportunity to, to continue to be the example that you are, but just, you just don't be afraid to speak about it, baby. You know what I'm saying? Do it. <laughs> uh, hey, look, man. Well, look, that's a challenge then, man. We got to turn this into a, you know, you can be my coach. Uh, we can, we can come up with a, you know, 10 step program to get me uh, out because it is funny. I, I, it rents too much space in my head. Uh, and, and I, you're not the only one I hear it from. I get, I get this, uh, I get this, this talk a lot. So, um, it's, it's, uh, something I struggle with. It's my pleasure to keep on bugging you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you, we gotta, gotta create what, what, what's the, what's the goal thing, DMAC? You gotta, you gotta have the steps, the plan, put a date on it, a time on it. So, uh, it. maybe, maybe we cover that offline, Marcus. You gotta give me some, uh, some best practices. Step one, got to learn how to use Twitter or whatever vehicle you give me. Um, now, Dan Wire has talked to me about this. He's another one that's giving me this talk, and he's he's saying, but we don't want you posting things and everything else. You tell us what you want to say, and we'll put it out there. But I struggle with that, too, because I want it to come from, you know. Um, so, I'm, uh, I get, I get made fun of, I own a technology company and be the CEO of a technology company. Well, don't let that fool you. I can't use social media to save my life. No, I think, I think you got it. I think that, you know, I, I think that everybody, everybody can't be good at everything. Let me good, be good at social media and you be good at running an amazing company. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you're, you're running like that, that company too. So, uh, we'll, we'll create some goals together, but I, I appreciate how much you push me, how much you push the business. And, you know, we got to have these conversations more. We have to think bigger and think more broadly about the impact that we make. And too much is talked about in our world of total addressable market and all these things. And now we're in a $31 billion TAM and all that nonsense. That, that, that's, that, that's for private equity firms and, you know, revenue groups and those guys that debate. For me, I look at, we're spending $240 billion every year to secure companies. They're, they're paying $3 trillion or more because of the result of cybersecurity. And still today, only 60% of the world has access on a daily basis to the internet. So the problem is going to grow exponentially as that 60% becomes 70 and 75 and 80. And we're still not spending anywhere near close enough and capability or spend. So really for all of us in cybersecurity, the problem right now is a $3 trillion problem. If you want to look at it, it's a $3 trillion problem. And, and you know, we've got to think bigger about it. Yeah. And who, who are they going to spend the money with? They're going to spend the money with a company that makes them feel secure. Like That's straight it. up. That's it. Yep. If we had a business, the sky's the limit. Yep. Hey, are we going to be perfect? No. Are we going to make mistakes? Yes. But are we going to walk around with you until we get to the answer every time? And that that's what matters. And I want that's people it. around the company to take that pressure off themselves of being perfect. There is no perfect. You're an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. You know, DMAC, you're pro out. There's no perfect, right? But there is a better, the pursuit of perfection. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's, we, that's we, the guy that... We, we got to go, right? We, we just got to go as a business. That's it. We got to get out of our heads. Like if you're a cornerback, you get burnt a couple of times. Next play, you got to be on it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. Hey, speaking of, you just said cornerback, which reminded me real. I'll make this quick. Remember Darrell Revis? Yep. Yeah. Revis Island, right? Revis Island, 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 right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So I was lucky enough, got to work out with him, with him when I was still playing, we worked out at a place here in Tempe together. And, and one thing that I asked him one time, I was like, Hey man, like, how do you get over? Like you get burnt. Right. It's like, I know it doesn't, you know, he's like, well, it never happened. I'm like, no, it's happened like a couple of times. Right. It's like, you know, he's like, okay. (laughs) But, uh, uh, but what he talked about was really cool. He said, you know what? He said, from a mental perspective, this is just his own little thing that he does for himself. He said, every time uh, the quarterback makes a pass that my guy doesn't catch, that's a win for me. And I, that seemed really simple. And I was like, well, that seems simple. And he's like, well, hold on. He's like, if you think about it, a guy attempts 45 passes a game. If my guy catches three, that means there's 42 times he didn't. Right. And I was like, well, yeah, but it's because he's throwing to the other side. He's like, nope, no, that's not how I look at it. That's, you can't look at it like that. And so it's like he's he's trained his mind, right? He's he's conditioned his mindset to every time. And so like sometimes like, again, so he's able to compartmentalize like that quote unquote one time because he has 42 other times that he shut down Brady, Breeze, whoever it is. And so I just thought that was always interesting when he shared that with me. And so uh, I use that a lot with pitchers, right? Major league pitchers nowadays because they're like, oh, that one pitch, right? The, the, the three run homer in the third. And I'm like, well, you threw 112 pitches. Why are we focused on the not the 111 good ones? Why are you spending all your time giving mental energy to one of 112? And they're like, oh yeah, right. And so, but anyway, so it's it's about training your mind to no, uh, that, obviously because we always go negative, right? Um, but yeah, anyway, that side makes note. So much sense that that's mind blowing right there. <laughs> that, I, I appreciate that. Well, I mean, I mean, I tell people you have to celebrate the small wins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't get down on, on, on things that one thing doesn't go away. And that's what's so crazy is at the end of the day, people will forgive you. Even if you mess up. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And Especially uh, if they know you care about them. Right. Yeah. But the, the, like, yeah. Don't go, don't go dark. You, you, we messed up <laughs> yeah. for a customer. Oh, yeah. now we go go dark on them. No, you just, no. that you should try extra hard. Like, Hey, boom, go right back. People will forgive yeah. you if, if you're open and, and honest about stuff, but yeah. people, the people that don't make the best effort, and even in sports, funny enough, in pro sports, the people that they don't think that are perceived not to be given maximum effort are the people that they always are going to rag for the rest of their history. And we don't yeah. want to be that in Vlog Quest. We want, <laughs> we, we, want to, we want people like these guys left it all on the field. That's, yep, what, yeah. that's the way we want to be. Yep. Effort matters. It matters every time. I love it. I love it, guys. Um, Shoot, man, the cutting room floor is, might just be just as good as the original podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I you got <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in to part three of this three-part episode of Talk of Mindset with Murph with our special guest, Marcus Carey. And my hope is that by listening to Marcus share his perspective of cybersecurity, it allowed you to reflect on your own perspective. Because remember, it's our perspective that drives our thoughts. And our thoughts drive our emotions, and it's our emotions that influence our actions. And so I hope, I hope that these episodes allowed you to reflect on how you view what you do, and more importantly, it allowed you to reflect on why you do what you do. Again, thanks for listening, and make it a great today.